You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. Peaked. Ready? Three, two, welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by the one, the only, the Mavs gaming beat writer. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? <laughs> so since we're doing over-under, Nick, over-under, 42 and a half diapers that my wife and I have went through so far. Today? <laughs> In the first week that in the he has first been home. week, I'm going over, going a big over. Over, good job, good job. How many? You, job. Have you counted? No, it's somewhere in the in the <laughs> mid forties. How many? How many packs have you gone through? We went through a couple packs and then a bunch of the hospital ones. The hospital gave us like a big stack, so oh, that's we nice. didn't. Know. I don't know how many was in that, but he's rolling now, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah if you guys are just joining in or if you haven't listened to the show isaac just welcomed his first child into the world last week a week and a half ago yeah last week last monday his name is vincent carter harris <laughs> <laughs> it's not vincent carter his name is roman but uh yeah today we're gonna be getting into the over-unders today i think we're gonna start with the eastern conference and then probably on friday we'll go to the Western Conference, unless this takes forever, and then we'll split it into a couple parts. So we'll see what, <laughs> if we if we get to thirty minutes and we're through four teams, then uh, <laughs> we'll do it in a couple more parts. But we're doing over unders today. So the Vegas over unders came out. The over under, what it means is Vegas gives a win total that they think that the you know certain team will get. So for example, the Mavericks over under number is thirty four and a half. Obviously, a team cannot win half a game. And so, which Isaac didn't realize earlier today when he texted me, and I was laughing really hard because he's like, the three (laughs) options for betting on this, you know, over-under number is over, under, or push, right? And I'm like, well, they can't really push if they're all halves. (laughs) (laughs) I was totally just writing them down, and I was doing baby stuff. I was writing them down. I was just rounding them up. And that's when I was like, okay. And then I noticed what we were doing. And I was like, once Nick sent the text, I'm like, well, uh, that's I'm stupid. I'm just gonna walk out now. <laughs> yeah, you can't round them up. That's not the <laughs> not the point of it. Uh, so yeah, so you either you bet. I'm gonna guess that the Mavericks are gonna get over 34 and a half wins, under 34 and a half wins, or you could push, but obviously you can't with the half wins because that would never happen. That's just throwing money away. So that's the idea. It's this will eventually be legal in Texas, eventually be legal all over the United States. We'll be able to do this probably at the Mavericks games, <laughs> probably like they do, you know, in uh, in uh, Premier League soccer where you can go and you know bet in arena where they have these little kiosks that you go to and you get your ticket and all that kind of stuff and you win money in game and everything. That would be wild. Like at the, at halftime, you could go and put money down. Will Dirk like, score ten more points in the second half? <laughs> that would just be insane, man. You could bet on that. You could parlay parlay that with charges Devin Harris will take. And <laughs> see, I, I, I'm so clueless when it comes to betting. Um, I'll pull a slot down, like a penny slot. But that's <laughs> as far as I go. I'll pull a slot. Handle. No, I'm I'm not really into betting either. I kind of like the uh, what we remember we used to do the draft stuff. I like that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, you're pretty much like Bill Simmons Jr., so no. you should know. See, big difference between me and Bill Simmons is I do not have allegiance in one city for teams. And What? You love allegiance, your Lakers. All his allegiances are, are Boston, though. I'm like all of them. Oh, okay. But, uh, and I don't like WWE at all. At all. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Can't like, I never got into it. I remember, I think I was in third grade. I went to like a sleepover. And the next day, all these kids were playing this WWE video game, and they were like freaking out about it. And I just looked at them like, "This is so dumb." Like, <laughs> like I understood it as a video game, but I didn't understand like this is something you guys watch. Like, if this was real life, paid like pay per view money for. Yeah, seriously, gosh. So, all right, let's start with Eastern Conference. Let's just go. We're just going in alphabetical order. So we'll go by the. We'll go through the teams. Talk about maybe some of the moves that they made. Talk about their over under number. And then uh, we'll we'll talk about the playoff teams as well. So uh, start with Atlanta. Made oh, some <laughs> Atlanta made some interesting moves. Uh, obviously, they get Trey Young. They have Jeremy Lin now. They uh, another you know a year older of, of Collins. They got Amari Spellman, uh, Kevin Herter as well, who apparently is uh, not Herter anymore. No. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> they also signed Alex Lynn, which I thought was kind of interesting. I have no idea where he's going to stand in the depth chart. Like, their starting center is Deadman, and then they have one of the Plumleys, the the Plumley yeah, that had the, <laughs> I think Miles, and then they have Alex Lynn. Like, is is Miles Plumley and Alex Lynn? Are they just going to fight for minutes? <laughs> I think I'll take Alex Lynn. I don't. I don't care about any of these guys until you mention the most impactful signing they had. Jeremy Lin? Vince Carter, get off. <laughs> that ups their win total by like two. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> what's their what's their Vegas win total for? They're they're over under. By the way, they also got Justin they also have Justin Anderson. We can uh we can't let oh, this podcast like go through without us talking about Justin Anderson. They're they over got Melvin under. Hunt. Melvin Hunt. Melly. That's true. They also have former Mavs assistant coach and Isaac's best friend, Melvin Hunt. Um <laughs> Their over-under number is 23-and-a-half. Last year, they won 24 games. So they're basically saying, are they going to be as good as last year or, or worse? I, they're going to be worse. Uh, yes, I will agree this, with you. This and team we'll is both bad. Go, we'll both take the under on this one. Yeah, this team. Uh, let's keep track of these. Uh, this team is so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the East in general is uh, so, so bad. Just here, here's my only thing, man. If you were in the camp last year or the past decade of the East isn't that bad and now LeBron switches conferences and now you're in the camp of the East is trash. The East is so bad. No, it's been that way. (laughs) LeBron's like basically whole career. So anyway, let's proceed. Um, With the, the East and the West comparisons, I heard someone explain this. I can't remember who, but it made so much sense. The East and West, the win totals of each conference, they're already miss like they're already imbalanced to where there's like a forty five win team that won't make the playoffs in the West and like a thirty something win team that'll make it in the East. So that's already imbalanced. We can already see how imbalanced it is. There's better teams in the West than there are in the East. But even those numbers are not as balanced as even those numbers are not as fair of a comparison as they could be. Because when people start talking about doing the the, the straight up seating, the one through sixteen seating yes. in the playoffs, you start looking through that and you're like, Okay, well let's try to do that. Well, it wouldn't even be fair then because 
all the Eastern teams, they play each other way more often than they play West teams. And the yes. West teams play West teams way more often, so their schedule is way harder than the Eastern Conference. So like the weight of those wins in the West is way more has way more value than a win in the East. And so that, That's like, what, that yeah. like blew my mind. To think about that, if we actually had a balanced schedule, how much more would it be, you know, imbalanced in favor of the West? That, and that's been my that's been like the underlying thing of when people uh, would come at me and be like, oh, we, you know, when I would say that the East uh, sucks during LeBron's like prime, and people would be like, oh my gosh, well the Raptors won this many games. Well, look, I mean, the East has this amount of forty five win teams in the playoffs, and look at the West. I'm like, oh, stop, no, that. <laughs> 45 wins in, in being in the East is a whole lot different than 45 wins being in the West. Uh, it may, it helps out a lot when you're p- playing Atlanta Hawks uh, four times a year. Yeah, or and the Magic. Brooklyn. And the Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. I mean, literally, you go down the line this year. I mean, even if you want to count Charlotte, but Atlanta, Orlando, Chicago, Brooklyn, New York, like all five of those teams could literally be under 25 wins, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. And if Charlotte trades Kemba, they could be right there in Cleveland. So Yeah, Cleveland would like, love, too. That's like five to seven teams in the East that literally could be under 25 wins. Jeez. Yeah, I think Cleveland, only if they get rid of level, they'd be under 25 wins. Yes, we'll we'll get to them in a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're atrocious as well. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so we're both under on that. Boston, 57 and a half. Last year they won 55 games. I, I'm going to go over. I, I think that I think they'll get to 60. Like I think 60 is a fair number for them, especially since they'll be beating up all those teams like we just mentioned, the whole imbalance. They're getting Gordon Hayward back. They're getting another year of Stevens' system, another year of Jalen Brown, another year of Jason Tatum. Uh, I mean, they didn't really lose anybody, really. Like Horford still, Baines, you get uh, – Smart Terry Rozier still back. Like the fact that they didn't lose guys like Rozier and Smart is is crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I went over. I think they do. Uh, I think they'll be the best team in the East. I think they'll be sixty wins. It obviously, is health. I mean, if you're looking at two teams in both conferences, that health means the most to. Well, I wouldn't say the most to Boston because they're still you know one of the top three seeds without. Kyrie and Hayward for the most part, but like Memphis, it'd be like kind of equivalent in the West to where, like, you kind of put this asterisk beside them. Like, if they're healthy, this is where they're at. But it's a big like if they're healthy. But Boston's still going to be, you know, even if they lost Kyrie for the whole season, like they'd still be a top four or five team in the yeah, East. Yeah, Boston is like the anti-Memphis. <laughs> well, yeah, they they can handle injuries. Yeah, that, but they're like. I would They're say like the, Toronto is probably closer. I mean, they have they have depth, but like if they lose Kawhi or they lose Kyle Lowry, I mean, I'm thinking of like a team like top teams that have a big injury history with like a one or two of their top guys. Oh yeah, Philly. Philly's the biggest is one of the biggest ones. Yeah, right? that's true too. Yeah, with Embiid, Embiid and, Simmons. and Simmons and I mean even Markel. Heck, <laughs> yeah. We don't even know what that dude's gonna look like. So we both take the over on that one. Um, they didn't really make any super interesting moves either, uh, except for all the moves that Yabusele makes. Every time he boxes somebody out, there's a it moves something on the Richter scale. And I'll say this: I think Boston's the Boston's the first team that if they are completely healthy and you add in a completely healthy Hayward and Kyrie to the team that finished the season, 
that I think would give the Warriors a, a pretty dang good series in the finals. Yeah, I think so too. They just, they have the specific personnel to to take them, you know. Yeah, like Cleveland these past couple. No, they didn't have a chance. Like no. But this Boston team would be really fun to watch. You need, yeah, finals. you need one guy that can score anytime he wants in Kyrie. You need guys that can defend and Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown and Smart uh, and Horford, of course. Uh, yeah. A big man that's not going to be run off the floor in Horford. Uh, and yeah. then Hayward, kind of the X factor, I think, in that series. He would be the guy. Hayward and Tatum, I feel like, are the two X factors. Those guys could, you know, become whatever. Like, uh, All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, talk about Brooklyn and the rest of the Eastern Conference, potentially. Brooklyn. All right, Isaac. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's over under. Her number is 32 and a half. They won 28 games last year. Vegas is expecting them to win at least four and a half games more than last year. Dun, 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 dun. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about that? I'm taking over. Oh, over 32 and a half. Yeah, just slightly over. I think they'll be at 33, 34. It's just like some of these, like one or two of these teams at the bottom of the East has to win a, a few more games. And that's not yeah. even including like one of these middle tier teams having a big entry and then just tanking their whole season. So, uh, yeah, I think Brooklyn, I think they just sucked for so long. I actually think your old boy, Dan. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell has a he decent was my season. Boy, man. He was. I think he has a decent season. I thought he was like good at, and for the Lakers, and he's kind of fell off the map. But yeah, well, I think he, they win just a few more. I'm, games. I'm looking up how many games exactly he played, but I think he played like 35 games last year. Like he just didn't play at all last year. He was injured all the time. He played in 48 games, so just okay. about just over half of the of the games. So they lost a lot from him. Uh, they'll get a full season of him, hopefully. Uh, them signing Shabazz Napier was interesting to me. <laughs> like they, yeah. they had to trade away Jeremy Lin just to you know create some space. Then they signed Shabazz Napier, and you're like, wait, what? I thought we just <laughs> like got rid of a point guard because I don't know. And then yeah, who like, did they, who like did they start? Who did they start? Because they were starting Russell, and then Dinwiddie had his you know most improved season last year. And so now do they start them together? That's what I think they do, but that's yeah. a terrible defensive lineup. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think they start them together for sure. Yeah, so they're kind of interesting. Did you take the under? I'm not sure. 32 and a half. I'm going to go slight under. I'm going to say like, okay. a, like a 31 season. Okay. Or something like that. I'm taking the under on them. I'm, I'm Yeah. I don't have very many feelings about them as a team. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're hard to judge. They have no clue. <laughs> yeah, because – because this could be a season where we see like Rondé Hollis Jefferson or Karis LeVert take a leap, you know? Like yeah. those guys finally they've been, they've been pretty solid. You'd start seeing them put together some good season. And Jared Allen too. Jared Allen I think more than probably yeah, those like other him. two. He could he could become something or we could see him get uh you know buried on the depth chart by you know guys like Fareed and Ed Davis. <laughs> you know, it could be like who knows what kind of season they the, could have. Ed Davis too. Yeah, they, well they, yeah, they got yeah, Fareed and uh, Daryl Arthur. Oh, they also added Jared Dudley, I think, too, which is super yeah. random. Like, I have no it's a idea. random cast of characters. And then uh, Harris. What's the guy? Josh Harris? No, who's the? Joe Harris. Joe Harris, sorry. Joe yeah. Harris that they added. They added back. Um, yeah, just really weird roster. But they at least have a bunch of solid players now, which I think is, is cool for them. Yeah. Good coach, too. I like Atkinson. All right. 
The uh, Charlotte Hornets. Man, they're so hard. <laughs> this is a, such an interesting team because it just seems like – I think I had them as a playoff team last year. They just seem like they should have been a playoff team. They have some good pieces. They have Kemba, obviously. You know, we always think Batum is going to be a good player, and you know, it just doesn't work out that way. Um, but last year, they ended the season with 36 wins, and this year they're at 35 and a half. So the same exact boat that Atlanta is in. The, Vegas doesn't think they improved at all. Yeah, they're kind of in that same vein as like Cleveland for me, to where like with Cleveland with Kevin Love, Charlotte with Kemba in this like they could trade them tomorrow and their season's gone or they could like hold on to them and they're like fighting for a playoff spot but i like steve clifford a lot and he left and now they have borrego uh the a pop yeah so we don't know really anything about him yeah so i'm taking the under on them i think they trade kemba at some point and uh this thing heads south at some point this season yeah um I think Although Bo- I do like the retro court that they announced today. Yes, that's gonna be super glorious. awesome. I hope that they're I hope that they're decent <laughs> by the <laughs> by the time that that court comes out, because that would be a sad season. I'm gonna go with I think replacing Dwight Howard at all helps a team. I think replacing him with Cody Zeller, who should be a five, I think is better. I'm not sure he'll get better stats, but I think he's a better team player for sure. Because there's not many Worse team players than <laughs> Dwight Howard. So you taking the over? I am taking the over. Okay, yep. you're a Charlotte believer. I am. I, I like Charlotte. I just want to believe in them. I don't know why, but I just want to. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go over on them. Uh, thirty five and a half. Thirty five and a half is not a huge number to go over. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> uh, especially with this, teams like this next one, uh, Chicago, twenty seven and a half. Last year they won twenty seven games. Um, really interesting team with uh the way that they constructed it this year they have that that lineup that's going to be really interesting of chris dunn zach levine jabari parker laurie markinen and wendell carter jr <laughs> that that lineup's gonna be really interesting they still have robin lopez still have bobby portis they still have omer ashik oh gosh <laughs> you forget about him everybody this forgot. is his last contract everybody forgot about him uh they still have Denzel Valentine, who got his lunch handed to him in the Drew League. Uh, and then they still have one of the Holiday Brothers, Justin. And Cameron Actually, Payne. No. Don't forget about Cameron Payne, Stop. too. Cameron Payne. Is Cameron Payne the new Omer Ashik? He's horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I actually, I actually don't mind Chicago that much. I kind of put them in the same group as Brooklyn as far as, like, of these bottom teams. I don't mind them, like – they won 27 games, and they pretty much bring back a healthy Levine, whatever you want to make of Jabari Parker yeah. and Wendell Carter Jr. So, yeah, I I don't mind them. I took the over on the 27, and I think they win 32 games this year. Yeah, something yeah. I'm, like I'm in the with you. 30s. I'm going over on them, too. I think, you know, just adding Jabari Parker I think is great, but year two of Laurie Markkinen, uh, he, was, he was legit last year. We uh, Chris Dunn. we were pr- we were pretty high on him in our draft profile, and I think we were proven pretty right <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. We and had like, we had uh, by draft time we had talked ourselves into the Mavericks taking him if they if he was available for sure. Yeah, and I mean he's super fun to watch, way more athletic than we thought. You know he's going to be too. And but Chris Dunn had a big time year. Yeah, if they get 
motivated, in shape Jabari Parker. Yeah. They could challenge for the eighth seed. And that's stretching it for some no. people. But <laughs> the thing is with them, they're just gonna have to outscore everybody. I mean, like yeah. Jabari and Levine are literally just two revolving doors on the I wings. Hey, I, I completely agree with that. Unless Wendell Carter and Robin Lopez are gonna block all the shots, I don't think that that's success. Like a recipe for good success. I agree, but that's my that's my only thing. So, but I yeah, I take over on twenty seven wins. So if they win less than 27 wins, Hoiberg is fired before the all-star break. Wow. Wow. Hottest take. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, I think you're good with that too. All right. When we come back, I going to have continue with the Eastern conference. And this is looking like it's going to be a two parter. <laughs> We're not doing two parts on the Eastern conference. Oh, we got to eat. No, we got we we have like We're, a whole bunch of teams left. We can finish the East in one. Pod. We'll do four parts of the whole, the whole thing. Interesting. Hashtag content. Hashtag downloads. Hashtag dollars make sense. Keep on going. All right. All right, we're back. Next team, the Detroit Pistons, or the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. (laughs) This is the biggest change of any team (laughs) in the NBA. Uh, 30 and a half. Last year they won 50 games, and now they're at 30 and a half. That's a 19 and a half point difference, which is crazy. That's insane. That's such a big di- – that's 20 game difference that they Poor think Cleveland. this team's going to be. Uh, and I'm going to take – I'm going to take the over on it, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the over. 30, 30 I, is just – that's – man, that's no wins at all. I'm taking the over also, and right now I have them penciled in as the eighth seed. See, I don't think that's that. I don't think that's that crazy. The Chicago one is way more crazy than you saying the eight seed is Cleveland. I just, as long as they hold on to love, yeah. Uh, love and George Hill are not that terrible of, you know, a backcourt or uh, you know a tandem. <laughs> I think you're gonna get um, some of these guys are gonna be motivated because people have been calling them trash. Yes. Um, you also look at who else is contending for that A spot and. In the East, and you, I mean, I'm sorry, you just can't convince me that Charlotte has that overwhelming of, of a favorite roster over Cleveland. Um, or Detroit. I don't mind Detroit that much, but, like, I think it's, like, Miami, Cleveland, Charlotte, you know, one of those teams through there. And I just, I don't know. I'm 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 a big fan of Kevin Love, and you get Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, if they keep Corver and George Hill and some of these guys, and then they get their – they, you know, probably gonna bring back Rodney Hood, and I mean, Colin Sexton's gonna have the ball in his hands, and he's a fiery player, and hopefully, Chetty gets some playing time now. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I never thought the roster was that trash. So, and I, the X Factor, I forgot about him, Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what all in, you know. For real, we're going to see guys like Osman and Nance Jr. and Zizic and you know and Clarkson and see we we'll get some more look at these guys. I think I've seen all that I want to out of Clarkson, but <laughs> oh gosh, I forgot about Clarkson too. <laughs> yeah, Clarkson and Jr. Smith—that's their two guard. That's their two <laughs> off guard spots. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely take the over on this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the over for sure. 
the next one is the Detroit Pistons that we just talked about a little bit. Um, 37 and a half is their over under. They won 39 games last year. Um, interesting. Interesting. This is, is Stan Van Gunning coaching for his job? Stop. It's Dwayne Casey. We just talked about this. Oh, my gosh. He, he, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought you was cracking a joke because we literally no, just I, talked about that, it. That was, that was formed as a well-thought-out joke, but that's literally how little I think about the Pistons is I forgot that Sam actually don't mind was coaching for his job, and he does not have it anymore. <laughs> Dwayne Casey is now a coach. I actually uh, don't mind him, and I, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the I'm taking the over, and I think as long as they're healthy, they're a playoff team with Dwayne Casey next year. Yeah, and how many? I'm trying to look up right now how many games Blake Griffin actually played. I can't believe that I just forgot. We literally talked about that before the podcast. I was waiting for you to start laughing, and I realized you just kind of blanked. I did I just like, blank on it. Laughing. They only got 25 games of Blake Griffin last year. I'm going. Yeah, over. I'm going over too. This Give is this over. is the eighth seed to me. I think Dwayne Casey's a, a good coach, so I think they're in the um, sixth through eighth range. I thought Stan Van Gundy was a good coach, but I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope one of our Pistons like Twitter friends is listening. That'd be hilarious. No, nah, I Get think Blake me. and Drummond could work. Uh, I think Stanley Johnson's actually a decent player, so. I keep on waiting for him to have a good year. Would it be crazy that both Blake and Drummond make the all-star team next year and, no. they, and they don't win 41 games? Nothing's crazy on the Eastern all-star. Like, that all-star could really team. happen, that both those guys make the all-star team and they don't win 41 games. That they could have two all-stars and not be a 500 team and make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, they're all-star team next year. <laughs> Do you realize the starters for the West – Will be Steph, Harden, LeBron, KD, and AD. Yeah, it's the it's the All NBA team. It's literally yeah, it's literally all literally NBA. the All NBA team. All right, keep on going. All right, next one. <laughs> you do not want us to go into two parts of this because it's the East. The East sucks. I hate talking about the East. It is. There are some interesting teams though, like Indiana. Not that interesting, but Indiana. Uh, their over under is forty seven and a half. Last year they won forty eight games. Pretty. Uh, I mean, a way they way outperformed what anyone thought. Oladipo had that outstanding season. They have uh, Miles Turner, Sabonis. It'll be interesting. They signed guys like Tyreek Evans. We'll see what he gets. Um, they obviously signed Doug McDermott away. They drafted Aaron Holiday, who'll be interesting. They just—it seems like they just have a really solid team all throughout. Um, so it'll just be really, really interesting. Th- uh, Thaddeus Young—they brought back, and so uh, still keep—they're basically running it back from last year. Um, forty-seven and a half. That's 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 the exact number it should be. <laughs> do we? I know th- that's. Do we think Indiana is going to be better or worse than they were last year? That's like the exact question that it, this is. Because they have them. I mean, literally, they won forty-eight. They have them at forty-seven point yeah. five. So, um, I'm going to take slightly over, mainly because you what you exactly just said. They are pretty much running it back, and they pretty much just lost Lance. And they replaced Lance with Tyreek <laughs> Evans, Doug McDermott. I think and, I, I I went on Locked On Pacers to talk about Doug McDermott, and uh, Tony on there said that 
I asked him something about Lance Stevenson or something, and he was like, Lance Stevenson, the worst rotation player in the NBA last year. He like just put that into – he was talking about it and just threw that in as an, oh, matter-of-factly, he was the worst rotation player <laughs> in the NBA, and it made me laugh really hard. Meanwhile, you're like shedding a tear over there like, oh, that's one of my guys now. <laughs> um. So, so far we've only gone under – I'm going over as well for Indiana. But so far we've only gone under on two teams, Atlanta and Charlotte. And I've gone under on Brooklyn. Okay. I have a couple coming up I'm going under on. Okay. I mean, it's alphabetical order, so it's not like this – is, yeah. This is kind of like in the test where you take a Scantron test and all the answers are C and you're like, oh, I can't all be C. And so you throw, <laughs> yeah. in, a, you throw in a different one. <laughs> yeah. Kind of what it's like. Uh, all right. Next one is the Miami Heat. This one's an interesting one. This is almost the same thing as the Pacers. They just kind of bring back their own team. Um, David Aldridge does his uh, power rankings of teams' off seasons, where he'll look at what they did during the off season and rank them based on what they did, not not necessarily rank them based on what their team is like, but what they did. And he had Miami Heat as the thirtieth team because he just didn't think they did anything, uh, and they really didn't do anything. No. <laughs> they they kept their guys. They're now almost completely capped out with. Guys like Tyler Johnson and Whiteside making an exorbitant amount of money, like an insane amount of money. Um, they do have some young, interesting pieces, though. They still have Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow. Bam is super interesting. Um, yeah, those those three guys are, are interesting. But last year they won 44 games. This year their over-under is 41 and a half. I'm taking the under. Ooh. I think they missed the playoffs this year. Wow. Explain yourself. Um, I mean, I just, I simply just like Detroit. I like Cleveland more than them, and I think at some point they shake up their roster. Uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they unloaded. They did something like I know it's been like rumored, like James Johnson and Waiters for like something else. Did or, you see? Somebody tweeted this, and I retweeted it the other day, that uh, James Johnson and Deion Waiters, they removed all their Miami Heat pictures from their Instagrams. Ooh. Ooh. That's what DeRozan did right before he got traded, I think. That's what a lot of guys do before they get traded. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think this is year they... trade them for, though? That's that's what I was wondering. Ryan Anderson. Why? You already have know. Kelly Olynyk. No, it's not about basketball. Like I would get picks and stuff. <laughs> oh, it's not about basketball. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> sorry, I forgot what we were talking about. I thought, if you ever trade for Ryan Anderson, it's not about basketball. I thought we were talking about basketball. <laughs> sorry, my apologies. It's not Continue. about the croquet. But, no, I, I just think that I think they eventually have to slide back. I think they, they could be in, like, tank mode this year. All right. We're at 30 minutes. We'll, we'll put, dun, dun, we're pushing dun, dun, it to a part two. Okay. We're pushing it to a part two. We'll talk about the biggest changes and we'll talk about playoff teams in the next part two. So all right, part two of the East, and we'll we'll post this the very next day. So if this one goes up on Wednesday, we'll post this on Thursday. So we'll have consecutive days. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. We will be back tomorrow to talk the rest of the Eastern Conference over unders. Nick is doing this against my will. Peace out. <laughs> Boom.